How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 21 Chapter 1 This is Season 21 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 1. In this episode, we will be revisiting the praxis of creating a glitch, revising the phenomenology of the experience. In the book, How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix, the complete series, many of the methods, or exercises which produced a glitch, described a division between the background conversation in a public place and the foreground, meaning the direct social exchange we are involved in. This distinction, and the corresponding experiences, reveal the division between our consensual and non-consensual reality. To reiterate, our non-consensual reality is where our shadow self resides, it is the real physical space, which trails our being, wherein others are privy to our interior mind, the memories, fears, thoughts and experiences, which we keep to ourselves. In the non-consensual, reality is egoistic in the sense that it revolves around what we hide from the world. This non-consensuality creates social exchanges animated by the narratives of our unconscious. Thus, in the complete series, when we talk about people saying things that we can infer about us, then discussing us tangentially, finally directly discussing our thoughts, memories, and experiences, in the non-consensual space just at the edge of our conscious attention, really what we're talking about is the broadening of our consciousness into the non-consensual. Thus, one of the primary methods of glitch techniques, involves acting against conformity with the common pattern, creating a pattern, often through mirroring, and breaking it, again and again. This technique brings the unconscious non-consensual shadow self into our perception. Precisely because it brings us out of the ordinary patterns of our life, broadening our attention, drawing out these patterns in the background into our consciousness. In effect, we are continually surrounded by our non-consensual reality, which animates the areas beyond our perception, or just at the edge of our perception, according to the unconscious expectations of our egoistic self. Now, other methods, such as creating and breaking patterns of behavior, accomplish the same feat. By stepping beyond our bodily rhythms, the patterns produced passively by our daily life, we are stepping into the non-consensual realm of activity animated by our shadow self. Thus, creating a glitch, is largely about stepping beyond the consensual purview of our conscious perceptions, into the imperceptible just beyond them. Other techniques, such as acting against impulse, broaden the substance of our non-consensuality. Repression of one's natural instincts, has the effect of diverting them into the substance of our non-consensual self, manifesting them within the confines of the world just beyond our perceptions. Also, manipulating social tension, creating it, and releasing it, artificially, reflects the undulation of the underlying substance of our expectation field. It is as if the tension within our consensual reality, and the non-consensual one, is mediated by our bodily tension, thus, causing it to fluctuate wildly, manifests as the shifting back and forth of the two. Rather like the water in a wave pool, gushing back and forth, our consensual and non-consensual spaces are different substrates, fluids of a different density, which course and shift against each other with the tension in our bodies. Revealing the very insubstantial nature of the world outside our consensual reality, its artificiality, is possible using such techniques. It reveals a world where we are the center, where our thoughts, edification, 
humbling and gratefulness, are guiding themes. Where it is possible for us to discover people who know details about our lives we didn't think possible. Or where people act in absurd fashion, not making sense, or acting without context. This is also why destroying the context is so important. Acting in such a fashion as to eliminate contextual meaning, out-of-context actions, undermine the local nature of our consensual space. Moving quickly from one locale to another, before our minds can preempt an outcome one way or the other, confirming the deeply held assumptions we have about ourselves and our reality, all usurp the role of the consensual space which otherwise defines our experience. For ultimately, we exist in a Truman Show-type reality. Our minds dictate what we see, concealing the truth of ourselves and our reality, behind the ordinary everyday habits we maintain. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.